Welcome to the latest episode of The Wireless Noodle. It's been a while, but it's been more than two months since the last one. What can I say? Work has picked up. But I'm getting back into the swing of things and I've got quite a lot of stuff to report. The biggest one is probably the Transformer Insights user group, more on which later. And we've also unveiled oodles of great new research at Transformer Insights. Uh, So I want to talk a little bit about that over this episode and also into next episode, just to catch you up on what I've been up to. My name is Matt Hatton. This is The Wireless Noodle, your weekly guide to the impact of disruptive new technologies on business. First up, a white paper on what we're terming hyperscale IoT connectivity. We did this in conjunction with the good people at Telia. As I've mentioned before numerous times, I've always focused a lot on connectivity. My master's was in telecommunications. Historically, I'm a mobile analyst, that sort of thing. And as I've discussed recently, a lot of things are changing in that connectivity space, mostly on the technology side, but there's much more to it than that. Demand is also changing significantly. And the requirements for any enterprise for seamless global connectivity with things like cloud integration and various other features is rising. So on the 26th of February, we published a white paper called Hyperscale IoT Connectivity Could Save Enterprises 28% of Their Global Connectivity Cost. The starting point was the current state of IoT connectivity. A decade ago, the ways in which global connected devices were supported was relatively simple but has changed immeasurably in the last decade, with the arrival of lots of new technologies, increasing complexity of regulation and the shift to the cloud, to name but three. The way in which connectivity is provided has therefore got to keep up. And that's why we advocated a a new hyperscale approach to connectivity, which meets the new demands for localization, security, cloud integration and compliance. And within the report, we talked about the requirement for connectivity solutions to have a number of particular characteristics that make them more suitable for the demands of IoT in the 2020s. First off, they need to be local, which means localising connectivity using eSIM and EUICC. I think I've spoken about that before. Similarly, uh, data management. Local compliance for both is key. This new brand of connectivity also has to be adaptive to reflect the new changing architectures involving cloud and edge, as well as being quick to deploy into new territories. Third, it needs to be secure, extending the enterprise's security perimeter out to the edge device, which hasn't always been the case, to say the least. Finally, it needs to be collaborative and interoperable between the diverse members of the IoT ecosystem. We term solutions that meet these criteria hyperscale IoT connectivity. The report outlines $117 billion in cost savings that can be made by enterprises over the next decade by using this hyperscale approach. What we've tried to do with the white paper is demonstrate how critical it is for enterprises that are adopting IoT to make the right choices in their connectivity provider. Decisions around connectivity have focused far too much on shaving just a few cents off data race. That misses the point. And the point being, that choosing wisely in a connectivity solution can accelerate time to market, guarantee compliance, ease integration with cloud platforms, and help in numerous other ways that benefit the deploying organisation out of all proportion to the cost of the connectivity. 
So the aim with the white paper is to focus the attention of would-be customers on the need to consider every aspect of the IoT project when making their choice of connectivity partner. Bad decisions by selecting a connectivity solution that won't scale to the demands of the 2020s will end up costing adopters $100 billion. In total, we identify 11 main ways in which enterprises can benefit from selecting a hyperscale-friendly solution. These range from greater supply chain efficiency, courtesy of eSIM, through to more streamlined device-to-cloud integration, giving a superior and more consistent global deployment experience. Other benefits might include faster time to market for companies deciding to move into overseas markets, and superior security, mitigating the cost of layering on additional measures. You can find a lot more detail in the white paper. On average, our analysis tells us that enterprises can save costs equivalent to 28% of their connectivity spend. And that figure hides a lot of variation. In the manufacturing vertical, for instance, the cost savings over the next decade could be more than the total spend by the sector on connectivity. I'll put a link for where to download the white paper on the wirelessnoodle.com website. Happy reading. Speaking of hyperscale, uh, which is a term I've um, borrowed from discussion of a different set of companies. That's hyperscale cloud providers. Principally, this covers the likes of Microsoft, AWS and Google, but could include the likes of Facebook, Apple, Oracle, IBM and SAP. This has been a rich seam of research for me in the last few months. For instance, back in March, I wrote a report about just one of them, Microsoft, and specifically its industry clouds solution. The last six months have seen a flurry of announcements about Microsoft's industry cloud. Cloud for Healthcare was introduced in October 2020, with early 2021 seeing a more expanded offering covering financial services, manufacturing, non-profit and retail. Now, these new product suites represent a significant switch towards more verticalised offerings, tailored to particular vertical sectors. That's not Microsoft's usual modus operandi. Earlier in 2020, we also saw another significant switch aimed at better addressing the enterprise market. In July, it launched its consulting services business unit as part of its cross-industry solutions group. This new unit is focused on strategic advisory, project guidance and implementation of Microsoft technologies. Together, these two moves mark a shift away from being a horizontally oriented products-only company towards providing a much more holistic set of vertical-specific services supported by consulting services. Our new report looks at these capabilities and the remit of the industry clouds and Microsoft consulting services and offers our perspectives on how valuable it is as an offering to enterprise adopters. The conclusion broadly is that the industry clouds offering has the potential to cement Microsoft's hold over mainstream IT products. The productization of what would historically have been implemented as custom builds is a natural evolution to the platformization that we've seen across ICT. As a side note, Jim Morris at Transformer Insights has recently published a report looking at what systems integrators need to do to react to this challenge. After all, if everything is being productized, what do companies who do the customizing turn to next? But I digress. For Microsoft, it marks a notable strategic shift and a potential game changer, both in terms of building an even stickier portfolio of services for the enterprise, as well as providing a simple adoption path for the granular adoption of Microsoft's AI capabilities. AI is really only a small part of what's being 
considered within these industry clouds at the moment. But there's a natural evolution for any company that's adopting some of the communications or, or vertical specific software capabilities to evolve to also adopt things like robotic process automation. The success or otherwise of the consulting business is much more difficult to predict. The approach that Microsoft will take with it is not yet clear, but we can make some assumptions. Its ambition should be to use that organization as a support act for the industry clouds, both in terms of learning about vertical client needs and in providing technical support for products which will never be quite off the shelf. On the subject for hyperscalers, I'll come back to that next week when I talk at length about a report that we've just published comparing the capabilities overall in all aspects of products relating to digital transformation between Microsoft, AWS and Google. This has been occupying my time for quite a lot of the last few months, so it's obviously quite prominent in my thinking at the moment, so I'll be delighted to share some of the details with you. Finally, as promised in the last podcast, in the dim and distant past, uh, we've got some big news. We launched a new part of the business, specifically what we call Transformer Insights User Group. We describe it as a year-round engaged and informed subscription-based member community connecting technology end users who are navigating their digital transformation journey. And yes, I was reading that. The aim of the user group is to bring professionals with common goals and responsibilities together and allow them to discuss freely their approaches to adopting new technology. We'll be facilitating structured discussions and idea sharing to allow those members to grow their knowledge base, build partnerships potentially, and learn more. If you want details on membership, I'm going to stick that on the wirelessnoodle.com website, as well as details on the year's schedule and all the various member benefits. So who's it for? Well, it's for adopters of IoT, AI, any other disruptive technology. You could be a CIO or a CDO, so Chief Information Officer, Chief Digital Officer, someone sitting within an innovation business unit, essentially anyone interested in how new tech will influence their business. And it's across all verticals. And in fact, what we're thinking is that one of the interesting things is how every business can learn of other sectors. There'll definitely be some learnings that will translate across between sectors. So how will it be organised? Every quarter will have a theme, be it digital transformation in the post-COVID era or how to build data-driven competitive advantage. And based on that theme, we're going to publish some exclusive reports, podcasts, virtual events, collaboration sessions and meetups for the members of the user group. And there's a special closed-door collaborative session for premium members. Of course, the Transformer Insights analysts are going to be uh, involved significantly. But the idea is that ultimately we want it to be built into a community of users all sharing best practice on technologies, use cases and business issues amongst themselves. We are very excited about the prospect. As I said, if you want to hear more, I'll put a link on the wirelessnoodle.com website. And really, finally, this time, we are hiring at Transformer Insights. 
If you know a great candidate to be a principal analyst or VP research in North America, please drop us a line. What we're looking for is a face of the company type to speak at events, write some thought leading research, and above all, to spend a lot of face time with clients, would-be clients, and other participants in the technology ecosystem. Or at least, they'll be spending face time with them when we're finally allowed to. If you're interested, mail careers at transforminsights.com. Just a reminder, if you're enjoying the podcast, I would be obliged if you could leave a review. It is much appreciated. Next week, I'm going to be talking more about hyperscalers and what's been happening in the last few months. Some interesting news stories that caught my eye. I hope you can join me. Links to some of the research that I've been referring to in this week's show, as well as the transcript of the recording, will be available on the podcast website at wirelessnoodle.com. Thank you for joining me. I've been Matt Hatton, and you've been listening to The Wireless Noodle. Thank you for listening to The Wireless Noodle. If you'd like to learn more about the research that I do on IoT, AI and more, you can follow me on Twitter at Matty Hatton and you can check out transformerinsights.com. That's transformer with an A.